know you guys probably didn't expect to see me here out of all places. Um, but I mean, hey, like it is what it is. I'm trying to make the best out of it. I've been here 60 days now. Um, so first, let me apologize to you guys, because I know I said on episode two that, you know, it would be so quick before you got another episode and I was going to be delivering you all this footage of all these great things. And honestly, I've just been trying to wrap my head around being on bed rest and hospitalized at the same time. Um, I'm doing good and the babies are doing good. So we'll start off with like somewhat good news. Um, but I also wanted to kind of just educate people a little bit on what's been going on. So to start off, what really landed me here was I had a scare. Um, I had went into the doctors for a routine visit and a doctor thought that I might have had twin to twin transfusion. Um, so for those of you who don't know what that is, twin to twin transfusion is it's pretty bad. It can really put your babies in a life or death situation. It's when your fluids aren't balanced out and, you know, things can just go really, really bad. They aren't getting the same amount of nutrients on top of, you know, other things that could cause basically life or death situations. Um, so I went to the doctor a week after I thought that I might have twin twin transfusion. And I had great news. So the great news was that there was no twin to twin transfusion. Um, however, the bad news was that I needed daily monitoring, which at first I thought, hmm, I can definitely make my way from uptown DC to downtown DC for a doctor's appointment every day if I had to. But then my doctor, who's been really, really great, um, she so kindly told me that I would have to be in the hospital every day and I could go home and get my things but I had to stay here until I gave birth now hearing that at 25 weeks pregnant is one of the scariest things I've ever had to kind of like go through like I've never been hospitalized so to hear that I had to practically live in the hospital until the day I gave birth it was so much, you know, it was really hard to to wrap my head around. It broke my heart to pretty much feel like I was letting my family down. Um, I felt like I was letting the twins down. I felt like I was letting my fiance down. Um, it was just, it was heartbreaking in a sense. So one of my twins is diagnosed with IUGR which is interuterine growth restriction. Um, what basically means that with my type of pregnancy, I have one placenta and both of my twins are in their own sacs, but they're, they're sharing the placenta to get their nutrients. And one of them, the cord is working perfectly, but the other one, there's a little bit of absence in the blood flow, which means that they're not getting as much nutrients as the other twin. Um, so hence, since that happens, they aren't growing at the same rate as the other twin. So that's why I had to be monitored. And the first thing as a woman, the first thing you're gonna do is say, what could I do better? Or what could I have done better? Um, it took me forever to accept the fact that I did everything I could do. Like this isn't my fault, it's just natural. It's something that happens. Um, I ate everything I could. 
I ate healthy, I tried to keep busy, but these were the circumstances that I was like handed, so I have to make the best out of it. Um, even though it hasn't been the easiest thing to deal with, I've been able to learn a lot about myself and accept that sometimes the greatest things in life come with the hardest struggles, like the hardest struggles. And this has been one of the hardest struggles I've ever had to deal with. Um, it took days, weeks probably, to accept that I was here and I couldn't leave. When I say I can't leave, like I literally can't leave this floor of the hospital without being escorted by a nurse and I'd have to be in a wheelchair. Um, you know, I haven't been outside other than like on a patio that the hospital has um, since the day I came here, which was May 30th. Um, so, you know, dealing with that can be hard. I felt confined. I felt like, how am I going to do everything I want to do? How am I going to work? How am I going to blog? How am I going to write? How am I going to be my best self, live my best life? <laughs> how am I going to do that from this small room when I'm used to my house, my freedom, my car, my makeup, <laughs> um, you know, everything that just makes Stormy Stormy, it makes me who I am. Like, I felt like I was away from all of that. It's been, it's like I said, it's been a struggle, but I don't want to make it seem like it's the worst of the worst. Because honestly, now that I'm gearing towards the end, I realize how great it's been. So... Like, okay, for example, I didn't get my maternity shoot, but today I took some pictures and my fiance took them and they were awesome. Like, it's not like, you know, my face wasn't beat and slayed, you know, to the T, but it captured naturally who I am and what I'm going through. Um, I've planned an awesome baby shower for when I leave here. Um, the babies will be here or they might be in NICU or they might be there. I really don't know. Um, NICU stands for NICU. It's basically the intensive care unit for um, prenatal babies. So I'm not sure if they'll have to be there. Um, I've accepted the fact that they may have to, which I know is going to break my heart because after being here for so long, the last thing I want to do is leave my babies here. But I know that they'll be in the best care. So just like I had to wrap my head around being here because this was the best thing for them, I'm going to have to do the same thing if they have to be in NICU for a little while. Like just whatever's best for them, I want to put them in that position to be as healthy and as strong and as happy as they can be. Um, how can I say this? Being on bed rest is not easy. Being on bed rest in the hospital is really not easy. Hence the word rest. You get none. Um, I get waking up every day between 5.45 and 6.30 um, by my nurse for vitals. Um, doctors come in every morning at seven o'clock. When I say every morning, I literally mean every single morning. They come in at seven o'clock to, to ask me how I'm feeling, ask me if I have any questions. Doctors come in every morning, seven o'clock, to ask me how I'm feeling, ask me if I have any questions. Um, the questions I've heard daily, any bleeding, any leaking of fluids, any contractions to this day, like I'm 33 weeks and five days now. Um, I have no idea what a contraction feels like. <laughs> and many nurses and other um, moms I've met have told me like I'm lucky for that. 
but I've wanted to experience that. Um, things that have kept me happy has been food. Um, having my fiance here, number one. This man has slept on this chair every single night. I don't know if you can see this little raggedy chair. You can't see it probably. But there's a chair over here in the corner. And he slept in that chair every night. Like he has not spent a night away from me. Well, no, there was one night. But that was because he was sick. Because I gave him my virus. I had got sick. I had a stomach virus. Um, which is the worst, mind you. Imagine a stomach virus not pregnant. And then having a stomach virus with two little humans bouncing around. It was the absolute worst. Um, but he ended up catching the same bug I had like days later. And he did spend one night away at home. And when I tell you to wake up and look over there and not see him was the worst. It was like I got sick all over again. Um, him being here has been amazing. And so many nurses have told me and people like how lucky I am to have someone with me and by my side and I know I am and it's meant the world to me so I just want to thank him for that um also food did I say food already food has made me extremely happy having my apple tv here has made me extremely happy um being able to use their wi-fi this hospital has bomb wi-fi which means a lot I've been able to still write some blogs and update my black women who website and um, do things like that to try to keep my mind busy. I recorded my first podcast for Eating for Three, which is something I'm coming out with um, to just, you know, give mom highlights and product reviews and just everything about the mom lifestyle once I get into that. Um, all I can say is you have to be able to, not to say that doctors don't know what they're talking about because my doctor has been great and I've met some really good doctors here, really great staff, really good nurses, but um, you just have to realize that the doctor's reality isn't always going to be your reality and doctors work off of science and I work off of faith. Um, my doctors basically didn't think that I would make it to week 26. My belly was so much smaller than what it is now. Um, my babies were just shy of a pound and one pound and three ounces, I believe. Um, today, my babies are basically five pounds and four pounds both. And that's awesome for IUGR. I'm 33 weeks and five days. I'm delivering my babies at 34 weeks, which is just two weeks shy of what I would have delivered them at if they were perfectly fine. Um, I mean, babies are just viable at about 25, 26 weeks. So to come in here basically and them telling me that they don't think I'll make it that far, put the automatic question in my head, um, like, will my babies make it? So having to deal with that and carry that weight around was the scariest thing I've ever really had to deal with. Um, I've met some women who've delivered their babies early, 25 weeks, 26 weeks, 27 weeks, and they've made it. Like their babies have been in the NICU, they've been fighting. Um, I thank God for him giving me the strength to last this long, to carry my babies, um, giving them the chance to grow from not even being a pound yet to four pounds, and for my, my baby Summer who was, <laughs> one pound she's always been 
my chunky one. I can't wait to see how she comes out. Um, but she's always been the bigger twin. But she was like just like I said, one pound three ounces, and now she's five pounds. Um, just to have the strength to endure these sixty days in this room to do that for them has meant the world to, to me. Like, I don't know, I can't really wrap my head around it. When you have IUGR, which is, like I said, intrauterine growth restriction, the most things that are important is gestation, which is how long you are, how old your, you know, your fetuses are, and your fetuses are, and also their weight. Because, of course, you know, with them being a certain weight that goes along with their organs and their brains and their bones and how good they'll do outside of your womb. Um, I've had to deal with daily monitoring, um, two ultrasounds a week, which is not so bad because I got to see my babies a lot more than I would have had I been, you know, home with a perfectly healthy pregnancy. Um, I've experienced some crazy shit being in the hospital, <laughs> like some crazy stuff. I've had a nurse barge into my room at 4 a.m. looking for pillows for another patient. I've had an ultrasound tech tell me to calm down because she was being rough. Um, all those things got taken care of. Anybody who knows me knows I get stuff taken care of regardless, but um, the good has definitely outweighed the bad. I've come across some bomb nurses. My favorite nurse has been my girl, Ebony. I know she's probably gonna watch this because she loves me. Um, I feel like she's family now at this point. Um, I've had a really sweet um, ultrasound tech who like knows my babies. She knows how to make them move. She knows how to get me that eight out of eight score and I need. Um, her name's Vanessa. Um, maybe she'll see this, maybe she won't, I don't know. But I've come across more good than bad here. And like I said, most of the doctors I don't see often other than their day of the week, but they've been really good to me too. Um, I just had to be a true like champ and get through this. Um, it is what it is. Like some of my friends have been like family now to me. Um, my girl Erica has two boys. She FaceTimes me every single day, every single day. Like I probably broke down on the phone with her about 10 to 15 times. <laughs> um, my best friend David has been up here every week to see me. He never really misses a week to see me, cheering me up, good or bad, whether I'm complaining, sad, happy. He spends time, time with me on top of working a full-time job. Um, my friend Tasha, which was really my fiance's friend at first, but she's my friend now. Um, <laughs> she's come up here to visit me, bring me so many cute clothes. I wish I could show y'all some of the stuff she bought. It's like a big Target bag up there. She bought all this really cute stuff um, for the babies. Like, I've had... You know, and honestly, there's been people that I thought would be by my side that I've known my whole life that haven't. But it is what it is. I'm grateful for the experience and just being able to see who is there for you and who's not. You'd be surprised what God will take you through to kind of weed out your strengths, your weaknesses, um, the good people, the bad people. You know, everybody can't really go with you to your next step to greatness. So all lessons that I've learned are appreciated. Um... Ooh, I'm so out of breath, man. I'm telling you, 33 weeks and five days. I feel like I'm 45 weeks pregnant. <laughs> um, I am two days away from seeing them. Two days away. Two days, 48 hours. 
like Monday morning at 8.30, I'm getting my C-section. Nervous. I've never had, um, I've never had surgery before, so I'm really scared, but I have faith. I don't think God would bring me this far just for something crazy to happen. Um, but I just can't wait to meet my babies. I can't wait to see the look on my fiance's face when he sees them. I'm hoping he doesn't pass out. <laughs> um, and I can't believe I got through this without crying. Pat's on the back for me. Um, just, you know, I'm going to be showing you guys the twins. I don't know when I'm going to reveal my babies. I might pull a Beyonce on y'all. It might be a year or something. Like, I wouldn't do that. But <laughs> um, I don't know what's going to happen next. I don't want to make promises like I did before. But there will be an episode four. Um, and I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who has followed me on Instagram, who's messaged me, who's sent me messages of encouragement. Even people I don't know have been rooting for me. And it means the world to me, telling me that I'm strong, telling me that I'm an inspiration when I felt like, when I just felt like I wasn't nothing because of my situation. Like, so I just want to thank God. I want to thank my friends. I want to thank my family. And I just want to thank everyone who's had something positive to say. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode. There is some footage. So hope you guys enjoyed that too. And tune in for the next one. All right. Bye.